The information on this podcast is not intended or implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. All content is for general information purposes only. You're listening to the 50 Shades of K podcast with host Elizabeth K, a podcast designed to empower, enlighten, and entertain with perspectives that most women are thinking, but not always saying. This is 50 Shades of K. Well, today's Ask a Pro is with certified personal trainer Chrissy Campbell from the Wisconsin Athletic Club. She also happens to be my personal trainer. Mm-hmm. We literally just came from the whack, <laughs> so I'm all like sweated up and gross, but we decided let's record a podcast after our workout. Chrissy, thank you for being on Fifty Shades of K. Yes, thank you for having me today. I'm so excited to be here. Chrissy was telling me just a few weeks ago how much you're passionate about fitness and mm-hmm. health, and mm-hmm. obviously you're a full-time personal trainer, yeah. but I really think, too, you have a great way of explaining a lot of this stuff. So I thought you'd be perfect for an Ask a Pro episode because we have a lot of questions from some of you listeners that you sent at Facebook. So thank you for those. We're going to get to as many as we can, but we're also going to connect you with Chrissy too if you have further questions. Mm-hmm. They want to reach out to you yeah. via Instagram yeah, open book. or at the WAC. Yeah, totally. But first, what is your background with fitness? I know you played college soccer, but where yeah. did you play? Yeah, yeah. Um, I played college soccer at Western Illinois University. So it was Division One. Um, and that kind of took my turn with fitness and things. It was a lot of mentors, a lot of extra hours put in because getting to college, you come from being the best in high school and then all of a sudden you're with the best. So you are no longer the top. So it was a lot of work to get to the top again, a lot of good mentors. And like I said, through that, it inspired me to like carry on with this fitness. And then obviously being raised in different situations with parents and health and witnessing things there, I just found a love and passion to reach out and help others. And this is this is my path. This is what I feel good with. Well, and I also want to mention that you are someone that wherever people are at on their fitness journey, you're you're willing to, to meet them on their journey. It's 100%. not like people need to come to you right. as a personal trainer already. With a six pack, ready to go. I mean, you you work yeah. with people of all different ages, all different totally. fitness levels. Am I right? Totally. And I, I love that you use the word journey because that's so important with this. It is a journey. It really is. And so I'm here for any step of that. And and the beauty with fitness is you're always progressing. And so you're always challenging yourself. You never reach perfection. So that's, I'm here to keep pushing you, to keep striving to be better. Um, and uh, she will, if you train with yeah. her, by the way. I told her just before we came here, I said, a lot of the weight that she'll give me, I would never do on my own. Oh, yeah. I would not. I you love going to the gym heavy. and I enjoy working out, but there's no way I'm going to put up that weight unless I know I have somebody there to spot me or help me. And that's usually Chrissy. Definitely. Otherwise, that's not happening if I'm if I'm on, on my I'm own. I'm so excited to be that person too yeah all right and the other thing too we're going to talk about is kind of just how to sort of stay in a fitness routine with the holidays this is when it gets to be really hard because your routine can kind of get thrown out of whack Mm -hmm. everyone's making really good food Mm -hmm. and everyone's bringing it to you and you just want to eat it all yeah so i have have kind of a different different thought different spin on that honestly i think it's kind of kind of sad how we've reached a point where where we surround food with with guilt and that we have to do so many burpees or crunchies to burn off the apple pie we had the food is a gathering space i think and i think you should enjoy your apple pie and enjoy the company around you versus looking at it and being like how much work do i have to do to burn this off i think we need to take the guilt out of it and interesting i think we have to find a space to love fitness and working out for longevity reasons and living your most fulfilling life. And that way, when the holidays come around, 
you're just more open to enjoying the food versus stressing out about what you can and cannot eat. A little, I mean, there are little tricks and tips like, you know, there's like the M&Ms or Chex Mix out on the table that you can easily grab and just like mindlessly eat through conversation or game time. Put that stuff aside and like save that spot in your stomach for that special dish that you love and then enjoy it instead of filling up on just the goodies that surround you. Right. The stuff that you're just grazing with because it's right in front of you. Totally. And a lot of people, I'm sure, have heard this before, but I mean, focus on what it is you're doing and enjoy your food and enjoy the prep in that and enjoy the conversations around the food and don't focus on the plate and how much work you have to do to burn it off. Well, and don't you think too, that just comes back to being present in the moment? hundred percent. And yeah, and that's, that's the journey in fitness too. It's a healthy relationship with the gym, with our bodies and with food. It's just all encompassing. I never expected you to give an answer like that. So I was very taken aback, but I was really interested in what you were saying. I thought that's a really good way to think about this time of the year. Mm -hmm. When you're socializing and you're gathering with your family and friends, because, don't beat yourself up over no, it. No, because I mean, why we work out is to, like I said, to have a fulfilling life. And with a fulfilling life comes company and it comes with good food. And when you, you know? think about gathering with your family that maybe you don't see throughout the year, except for the holidays, I'm going to get real morbid here for a second. That's but <laughs> when you think about people that pass on and how, you know, every year you're together, it's a blessing. When that loved one isn't there anymore, are you going to really look back and say, oh, damn it, I should not have eaten the apple pie with Uncle Bob, right, who's no. no longer with us? No, no, you're going to talk about the great story that Uncle Bob told you by yeah. the Christmas tree. And around the holidays, I really like to stress the fact that we can't get skinny or fat in one day, and we can't get Wait, strong. Wait, are you serious? <laughs> I know, there's I'm, no I'm magic. being sarcastic, but yes, you're correct. You, yeah. It doesn't, it's and not just can't in a day. Get, you can't get weak or strong in one day. So there's so much pressure on the holidays. It's another day. You're eating food, but you're not going to wake up like 50 pounds heavier. Like it's, it's it's the journey. It's the journey. It's first, I think, finding peace within yourself across all aspects of fitness. And, and eventually you'll come to terms with the holidays and the food and there won't be guilt associated with it. And it's a journey there, too. That doesn't come easy. Well, but it's first realizing like you shouldn't look at food and it shouldn't be associated with guilt. Well, this food conversation is a perfect segue, yes. Chrissy, yes. because Jill sent us a message here on the Facebook page. What is a good time frame as far as eating to fuel up before a workout? Mm-hmm. A lot of these questions right off the bat, a lot of this stuff is gets very personal and it's each person is so individual. Don't worry, we'll have the yeah. disclaimer that there's, will air yeah, in the podcast yeah, yeah. to tell people that. Right, and there's no there's no set prescription for everybody. But I would say, you know, an hour or two prior to a workout, but again, that's how your body digests. You kind of play around with that. Good balanced meal, carbs and protein definitely. You need carbs. We cannot be afraid of carbs. Carbs fuel our muscles, they fuel our brain. It's fuel for our workout. So we don't want to shy away from carbs. Carbs and protein, a little bit of sugar, like a banana, would be great before a workout. And then post-workout, you need carbs and protein as well. Yes, have to get that protein. All right, so Kay had a question. Is there really a difference between doing three sets of 10 or more sets, lower reps, with a little heavier weight? Yeah, this goes back to, I think, with women and lifting. Mm -hmm. Sometimes there's that whole, should I do more with less weight or should I do more weight and do it yeah. less. What, what yeah. do you think? Yeah. So my technique as a trainer, especially with women, I think it's important to get comfortable lifting heavy. Lifting heavy weights is when 
we're going to see results because our body is constantly adapting. If you're going through like three sets of 12 mindlessly, just because like a fitness magazine said it or a Pinterest workout and it's like three sets of 12 curls, you get done with 12, you kind of look around, you're like, okay, I think that's right. And then you pick it up again and do another three sets of 12. If we're not earning the recovery, if we're not constantly working to make our body adapt, we're not really doing anything in the gym. There is that endurance training with the higher repetitions. But if you think about it, if you scale it back and you do heavy, it's still endurance because we're, we're constantly elevating our heart rate, lowering it for the recovery, and then bringing it right back up again to move that heavy weight. So I'm glad you're bringing up the recovery too. That yeah. was something that I definitely learned more while working with a personal trainer is that you do need to give yourself that minute break in mm-hmm. between some of these reps mm-hmm. to just recover. Yes, and take a break between your reps so that you are, because we are lifting heavy, so mentally and physically we have to go in the next set aware of our body and strong to push through because if we're out of form um, there's room for injury there but recovery in general too we don't have to constantly beat ourselves up in the gym over and over again like that screws up our metabolism it hurts our body you can't go intense every day you do need recovery in the short windows in between sets and you do need recovery throughout your week so a day off at the gym it's a good day. Well, and it's important, too. You've been really big on mobility and using yeah. band work yeah, and totally. stretching and incorporating yoga. Totally. That should be a part of the workout also. That it's not just the cardio and the lifting. Mm-hmm. And it's a little more tedious and it's it's scaling back a bit and it's not as fun. And you're not like, oh, I PR'd with this, you know, mobility work today. <laughs> I totally touched my toes five times. You got Although it. that is a victory. That can be True. a victory. Yes. And, and you look for the victories in those small, you know, small areas. And for a while, I was just constant overload on my body, like lifting heavy, like go, 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 go. And my hips and my legs were always sore, but I was always pushing through that. Like that's not healthy either. So I've gotten more into mobility because I'm, my goal is the longevity of things and why we work out is for a fulfilling life to do things when we're older, to adventure out on hiking and picking up grandkids and being able to do those things. And with that, doesn't come with it doesn't come from constant overload of the body it comes from taking care of our body so with the heavy weights we need to scale it back and do mobility because the more mobile we are through our hips and through our shoulders you know the more depth we get in our squat and our you know so on and so forth our bigger lifts progress overall paying attention to those small details that's a great answer. We have a lot of people that have asked questions about yeah. flattening the tummy Ooh. Amy Susan <laughs> Jennifer what advice do you have? to tone up the tummy and that is a broad question because everyone's body types are different totally what would you say in summary Mm -hmm. in summary obviously we've all heard it a big part of it is the kitchen and what we're eating abs start in the kitchen yeah 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 always and um two so so many times people are focused on a lot of high repetitions and like mindless crunches where we need to work the abs just like any other muscle. They need to be trained with weight as well. So anyway, we can incorporate any ab work with added weight is beneficial if doing it properly. Um, but also your compound lifts working head to toe, like your overhead press, your squats, your deadlifts. When your body's working synergistically and you're actually utilizing the core for what it needs to do, which is stabilize your body, there come the abs because it's actually working. You're working head to toe. Your whole body is working together and you can actually 
get a pretty strong core from doing heavy squats and you don't have to sit there and just like mindlessly crank on your neck and do a bunch of crunches. I'm sitting here nodding my head while Chrissy is saying this because when we are doing things like squats, you your words to me are lock it in mm-hmm. from, you know, your glutes to your abs. Yeah. And it is amazing mm-hmm. when you think about that because you are feeling it through your whole totally. body. It's your your whole body. I don't even know the last time you had me together. do crunches. Yeah, I usually don't. I mean, we're working abs in <laughs> yeah, other ways, but we other don't ways. do crunches. No, yeah, it's, it's, it's again, it's working together. It's that idea of longevity in mind. And you're not going to go lift a grandkid or move heavy boxes just with your abs. Your whole body has to work together. Right. So if we go into the gym with that goal in mind, just overall health and wellness, doing things that can translate to the real world, you know, you're in a good spot. Jen's question. I love this one. <laughs> Best way to get rid of, quote, chicken wing upper arms. Yes. End quote. <laughs> chicken wings. The chicken wing. You can yeah. picture the chicken wings. I'm flapping yeah. them now. First of all, like, just in general, women, we're so, we're so stinking critical. Like, chicken wing arms, you know, flabby tummy. Like, we're all human. We all have skin. Our bodies are beautiful. And it's about taking your body, embracing it for what it is, and um, just making it a better version. So try to, I, mentally, it's it's not really good to just pick these parts of our body that we don't like like our body is so capable our body gets us through the day our body lets us work out so as far as getting rid of the chicken wings I think you have to go into a workout first of all and come from a space of love you love your body and ignore the chicken wings for now and like I said work head to toe and work efficiently and safely and work to lift heavier heavy weights we are making our body adapt constantly over and over again and that's when we see results but that also too i feel like we do need to clarify is a process if you haven't been to the gym correct and let's say a year five years Mm -hmm. don't go grab the 35 pound dumbbells necessarily chrissy's not saying that right thank you it's a process it's totally it's totally a process and it's and a lot of it is getting comfortable with your body and understanding your body you obviously want to start off slow but you don't want to start off with like mindless, you know, you, even if you are using five pound dumbbells for, um, I don't know, overhead press, you can still make that overhead press the hardest thing. Even if you go through with the five pounds, you can think of that whole body engagement. You can think of your glutes being tight, your posture, and you can press those dumbbells overhead as if you're moving through like the stickiest mud ever. And that body tension, again, helps us with our lifts overall and helps us move to heavier weights quicker. Yeah, which the heavier weights, like you said, mm-hmm. women, I think sometimes feel like I don't want to get bulky. I don't want to That's so do false. heavy. It is yeah. so false. You don't, you don't, bulky and toning, those are two words. I just, they make me cringe. Because toning is just, you can't just tone. You have to build muscle. We have to build muscle and we have to get comfortable with saying that and accepting that. It's not going to make us bulky. It does give you that quote unquote toned body you like, but that's that's from building muscle. We're not just toning. We're working strength training. Well, and I want to touch back on something you said to me earlier when we were working out talking about the podcast and you just mentioned it before. Come to the gym. loving your body, not being frustrated and hating your body. Correct. Yeah. And Lisa, uh, she's a coworker of mine. We've paired up together at the WAC for a workshop specifically geared towards women to kind of help answer all these questions. It's this massive workshop. It's going to be an ongoing series that we're really working hard with. But Lisa was the one who said to me, she's like, you have to come in the gym loving your body. 
Because if you come in there from a, you know, a place of hatred, you won't find any motivation to better yourself. You're just hating yourself. You're and hating your time at the gym. And really good either. No, no. We are constantly, and especially, I mean, especially as women with everything we see, and even with social media these days, it's like what the advertising companies were once doing. Like we can do to ourselves. We can edit every freaking photo to make it like the prettiest thing where it used to be the magazines and the billboards and the TV ads. And now we're doing that. And so that's all we see are all these edited photos. So I think that enhances the the negative talk. So it's really it's honestly finding a space of love and working out and finding joy in fitness and fueling properly and eating healthy isn't a bad thing. We do it because we love ourselves and we're nourishing ourselves And it's just, it's all that. And finding joy in fitness. Find what you love. Mm -hmm. If you don't like spin class, don't go to spin class. (laughs) If you're not a fan of Zumba, don't do Zumba. If you like kickboxing, do that. If you like Tabata, do that. If you like walking on the treadmill with a really high incline, that gets your heart rate up. Yeah. Do that. And Mm -hmm. my years of fitness, I have found if you don't like it and if you don't love it, you're not going to do it. Right. Because it's something that takes you away from your your family and your friends and your job and maybe other hobbies if you do feel like it's a chore. Mm -hmm. Well, then I feel like you're not doing a workout that you love. There's so many ways to to work out. It doesn't have to be the traditional, I have to do spin class. No, it could be something else. It can be anything. And I always say, buy new workout clothes. That's very inspiring. (laughs) Seriously, look at you. I am not kidding. There are times where I'll put a new playlist together on my on my phone and I will get a new pair of like workout pants. I'm like, all right, I'm ready to go. Right. Because even I need a little bump sometimes. And I love fitness and I enjoy being at the gym. Totally. And we were talking too that when you're at the gym for people that maybe feel slightly insecure or are intimidated. You don't know where everyone's at on their fitness journey. And 90% of these people are not even paying attention to you. Mm -hmm. They're there doing their own thing, right? Yeah. And the gym is a super intimidating place. And even thinking back to my journey, like people look at me out on the floor and they're like, oh, she knows, you know, she knows her shit. Start to finish. Like she's got it. I didn't start there. I didn't start there. I like soccer when I was playing soccer it was like constantly I had to pass a mile you know it was like two miles in 14 minutes and that was what I had to do so that's what I was training for and I didn't know how weights could help me and when we did weights in college I was eating like garbage I didn't know what nutrition was so then I did bulk up in ways I didn't want to but I was eating like bowls of cereal bowls of pasta because it was easy and cheap so I didn't understand I didn't have a good relationship with weights because what I was seeing I just wasn't organized and then to think back of moving I moved home back to the Milwaukee area I was living in Michigan for a while moved back to the Milwaukee area about a year and a half ago with that move home there was a lot of stress and um, with that stress I did gain weight I knew for myself, my skin wasn't, you know, as glowing as it could be. My hair felt brittle. I wasn't myself. So people look at me as a personal trainer, but I was still out on that floor, super intimidated and like lacking confidence in some senses because I knew under the stress, my body was going through different things, but I still had to own it out there. So it is intimidating. And I, and I can understand that. And even as a trainer, like people look and they're like, oh, she, it's easy for her. It's not always that way. There's an intimidating space for everybody. But again, it comes from like the love for your body and why you're there. And it's to better you. And it's not about anybody else. And half the time we're putting thoughts in people's heads. They're not actually thinking, oh, what is she doing? They're not we're making that up. Yep, They, they are not thinking, you know, that. and if they are thinking that, then like, who are they to judge? We just have to remove those thoughts from our head. We talked on the podcast um, previously with past guests. 
having your why and be really specific of what your why is. And mm-hmm. the, the common example that I give is when my mother-in-law had double knee replacement surgery and she was, you know, naturally a little worried about what the therapy was going to be like and the healing process. And she said, well, I just don't want to be in pain anymore. And, and I asked her, I said, but Camille, why though? Right. And she said, well, cause I, I won't be able to walk easily. I said, but because you want to walk and do what? I said, what is your why? Mm-hmm. And she said, she said, I want to be able to jump on the motorcycle with my father-in-law, her husband, yeah. and be able to get off the motorcycle easily. I want to be able to kayak again. Right. I want to be able to run around with That's Brayson so and Jack, important. her grandkids. And I said, Camille, on your worst day when you are feeling like shit and you don't want to do that rehab and you are in so much pain, think about that. Totally. That specific thing. I want to get in and out of a kayak. Mm-hmm. I want to run around with Brayson and Jack. Because that will motivate you. Totally. And that's what, for anyone listening that's trying to get back on the horse of being healthy and maybe getting back into fitness or the gym, what is your why? Be totally honest with yourself. Because you have to be. Because you have to be in tune with your body. Because there's going to be days that where it's hard. In fi- yeah, in fitness. Totally. Chrissy, we have a question here from mm-hmm. Karen as we wrap this up. Is hiring a personal trainer expensive? <laughs> I feel like that's slightly subjective because every gym is different. <laughs> totally. But many gyms have this service and sometimes it's seems impersonal mm-hmm. what are your thoughts okay so i mean as a personal trainer sometimes the cost it is a hard sell but i truly believe in it just because of where i'm at with fitness i can understand the importance of having somebody there to push me to correct me um, and to be there with me the steps of the way as a personal trainer i've hired trainers myself at the WAC. don he's a trainer there i've paid him to work out with like for me i've paid Joe T before another train at the whack to train me because I'm constantly learning, constantly evolving and I want to be pushed. So I do find value in that. But again, it has to come from a very sincere spot in you. It's like hiring a trainer isn't just like a magic, like weight loss pill. Like you have to hire the trainer and then invest. And if you invest in the trainer and then outside of that, the results will come and then you will understand why it is so important to have the trainer there. Well, don't you feel like, too, you're investing in yourself? Yeah. It's your body. You yeah. have one body, totally, one life. That's it. Yeah. And a lot of times, maybe you'll work, get with a trainer, but you won't always need the trainer. Right. You'll get to a right. point where it's like, yeah. okay, maybe I just need them once a week or mm-hmm. maybe just mm-hmm. twice a month. Mm-hmm. But you have to also put in the work outside of the sessions as well. Yeah, totally. Otherwise, it's going to be counterproductive. Yeah, and that's the thing. And that's why I think it has to come from a very true spot in you that you really want to make this change and you really want to push. Because if you're not investing outside of that hour you see with the trainer, you're not going to see results and therefore you're not motivated. And therefore, you know, the price of a trainer doesn't make sense to you, but it has to come from you as well. Um, and just like a little, you know, back end business side of things with training, like it's a hefty price up front, but there are hours of work we spend on the back end researching things, you know, structuring specific movements for clients that you're not paid for. You don't just clock in eight to five and get your hourly. You're getting paid for each session, but then there's all that work that goes into the session. And that is coming from a good personal trainer. So for Karen to ask this question and to say some gyms have it, but it seems impersonal, mm-hmm. I would say to that, then those aren't good trainers. Right. Then, then they're not. It mm-hmm. should be personal. They yeah. should understand yeah. your aches, your pains. Maybe you have a shoulder issue or a lower back issue. They should be listening to you and that's what a good trainer is. And it's also personality based too. Yeah, Don't feel bad 100%. if you train with someone and you say I 
I, this just isn't a fit. Because mm-hmm. again, if you don't like it, you're not going to want to go. Exactly. And that's what it comes back to. And it's not it's not going to be the right fit then for you. So Karen, hopefully that answered your question. Chrissy, if people want to reach out to you, where where can they find you? What's, what Where are you on Instagram? Instagram is like my most favorite social media platform. My handle there is Chrissy Ann and it's C-H-R-I and then three S's Y. A-N-N-E. I share personal things on there as well as fitness stuff because for a while I was like, do I make a fitness Instagram? But I think it's important to let people in on who I am and how fitness kind of translates in the real world and in my life in general. Um, it makes you more relatable, too. Yeah, totally. And Chrissy has a really smoking hot uh, profile picture on Instagram. Can I just say that? <laughs> so you should just go to that. Oh and I mean that as a compliment. <laughs> Thank you. When I first saw Chrissy on Instagram, I thought, wow. <laughs> yes. I was totally. inspired to do the same photo, but it maybe wouldn't look the way Chrissy does but <laughs> yes you. take a look at her picture she looks amazing <laughs> but she is at the wisconsin athletic club i'm a big fan of the whack also i wanted to mention that the whack brookfield has a woman's private area for workouts as well which is kind of nice if you feel like you maybe want to be in a more private setting they do offer that but the whack has so many different locations mm-hmm. oh and chrissy why don't you talk a little bit more about that program that you mentioned earlier i talked about lisa before in the workshop we're doing yeah and tell us all, more about it yeah all of these questions coming in are everything we're working for to help women with because women and weights is such it's such a difficult transition because of the words like bulking and toning and this and that and it's such a confused space so we've created this workshop and it's like a four-part series you'd meet four times I believe it it comes like every other week one class is a discussion where we talk about like myths and fitness or you know eating around the holidays or body image or even getting to a point we want to talk to women about like training in your menstrual cycle training in menopause and how that actually affects us too the second class we teach a technique like a squat or a hip hinge and it's just constantly reiterating that technique third class is a workout based on the technique and then the fourth time we meet is half of a workout and then half feedback so this is a workshop with the idea that you're not necessarily going to go out crawling and sweating and it's not that instant gratification that you might, you know, want from a trainer. We're not drill sergeants. We're trainers. We're coaches. We're trying to help you build a toolbox so you can take it to the gym and feel more confident and comfortable. I'm so happy to be on this podcast with these questions because this is the type of stuff we're working with and we just want to change the mindset of women and have it be a comfortable and inspiring space versus like comes from a space of like negative talk, poor body image, so on and so forth. Um, the workshop's called Body Reinvented. So it's just talking about mindset and just reshaping the way we look at things. And when does it start? Um, It started. So we had our first one. It was the hip hinge. And we talked about that technique and worked on different exercises um, based around that technique. And now we're into the posture series. So the the discussion we had with the posture series was about body image and holiday eating. So it was a space for all these women to come to. And we just talked. We talked about all these things, different concerns, different ways, how, how we can change our mindset. And then we'll have a class focusing on technique with posture and why that's important with lifting. Um, So this series has already started. I'm not sure of dates of the next series, quite honestly. But it will continue is what you're saying. And it's only at the WAC Greenfield? We want to be nationwide one day. That's awesome. We're trying to start Start a movement movement with women and lifting weights and being positive and fun and 
so yeah, it's an ongoing series, and it's just going to keep growing and evolving. And it's just started; it's our baby; it's brand new. So oh, I'm we're glad excited that we're about talking it. about it. Yeah, and so it is only at the Wisconsin Athletic Club Greenfield, Correct. right? Correct. But maybe it'll branch out. And yeah. Yeah, yeah, is yeah. it for members only, or can non-members? No, members and non-members. Our goal is to our goal is to just build a community of women and um, just constant like positivity and just a very different shed a different light on weightlifting and the gym and that it shouldn't be a scary intimidating place for women and that we should just like own it and own our bodies and um have fun with it well and this podcast is all about women supporting women yeah i'm totally. really really yeah. glad that yeah, you're working yeah, yeah. on something like this oh. and we'll link it up at 991themix.com and we'll make sure that we'll link up in there how to get in contact with Chrissy. Chrissy yeah. Campbell from the Wisconsin <laughs> Athletic Club. Her first podcast yeah, appearance <laughs> on Jitters 50 Shades of K. <laughs> I'm sure we'll have you back, but I appreciate it. I know that you're busy. Thank you for taking yeah, the time. Thank you so much for having me. This has been the 50 Shades of K podcast with host Elizabeth K. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend. Make sure to subscribe on iTunes and leave a review. Thanks for listening.